When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. How's your week going? Week's going good, Laura. How's your week going? Going pretty good. How was your Easter? My Easter was so good. It was so much fun. We ate some good food. We did a little Easter egg hunt. It was just a lot of fun. What about you? Nice. We... Spent the holidays with, like, my family went over to Jeff's house, and so we did our first, like, co-Easter together. Oh, fun! That's awesome! The only holidays we've spent together have been Christmas Eve in the past, so this was kind of our first Easter, so it was nice! Very cool! That's awesome! Yeah, so, um, but in last week's episode, we did talk a lot about our personal journeys with divorce, and immediately we had thought of... Who our first guest should be. Yes, I am so excited to introduce the very first guest on Wine Over Matter, Courtney. Courtney lives in Chicago and she shares many aspects of her life with all of us on Facebook and Instagram, including her weight loss journey on WW and her life post-divorce and all of the good, the bad, and the ugly that comes along with that. So welcome to the podcast, Courtney. Welcome, Courtney. Hi, guys. I'm so excited. I did. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being willing to come on. We are so excited to have you. I told Laura when we first started this podcast, we were like, just coming up with ideas of guests that we thought would be fun to have on and, you know, things relevant to our podcast to talk about. And I was like, we have to have Courtney on. Like, I love her. (laughs) I'm so honored. Yes. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, We figured that we would start talking about your health and wellness journey since that's how we discovered you and I'm sure a lot of our listeners um, that have already discovered you have discovered you that way as well. So if you don't mind, if you just want to share a little bit of the history with what made you start your wellness journey and what led to that with us um, so we can get to know that part of you a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I joined Weight Watchers in 2016 Um, I had like a physical at the doctor and it was a new doctor and she just kind of was like, you know, you, you got to do something like, I mean, this is not, you're not living your best life. And I've obviously, haven't we all? And so (laughs) I was like, you know what? Right. And like, for some reason this time it just, it stuck with me and I left and I sat in the car in the parking lot and I signed up right then. Um, and I did online only, um, total, my highest loss with Weight Watchers was 75 pounds. Um, I've definitely put some of that back on, you know, mm-hmm. been a rough year. Yeah. But, yes. um, Agreed. Yeah. And yeah. And so, um, after a year of being out Weight Watchers, I ended up applying for a job. Um, so I ended up working for Weight Watchers for four years. Um, oh, wow. we just parted ways with 
Yeah. And so almost four years, it would have been four years in July. So, um, it was great. And, you know, um, but yeah, I had like the weird, like the weird experience of like working for them. Like that was the first time I ever went to a meeting was like the first meeting I worked or the first workshop I worked. Like I had never sat in on a workshop or attended a workshop. Um, and so, yeah, it's had a huge impact on my life. Obviously it's led me to meet a ton of people, um, in the Weight Watchers community. Um, Mm -hmm. when you could do things like meetups, I was doing a ton of stuff like that in the Chicago area and I can't wait till. So you've met a lot of WW people as well through Instagram. Don't you love that? I feel like that is like, you know, besides your, your own personal health, which is such an important part of it. I feel like that is like my favorite part of the WW meets Instagram world is the I know so awesome. I know it's like the it's the best. And it's like those are people who kind of, you know, I had friends like do Weight Watchers on and off, but like no one really did it as long as I did it or, you know, was I don't want to say quote unquote as successful, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, who really yeah. like I was really trying to, you know, make it a lifestyle. Um and so yeah, it's great to have other friends who kind of get that side, 100%. you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it just makes it better for when you're going out. It's just, it's nice to have that yes. um, person that you kind of can relate with on that level. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Yeah. So is, is, oh, go ahead. Oh, is WW like, is this kind of one of the first like main diets that you've seen success with? Have you had it like, done any other diets have you has like basically has weight loss been like a lifelong struggle for you is it something more when you got older and kind of what has been your oh yeah um no so weight watchers is like the first program I've ever done um you know I think at many different points in my life you're like I'm gonna try to eat better and I'm gonna try to work out more, but it's the first thing that really gave me the tools and explained to me how to do it. And that I had any success with. Um, but I always was like the bigger kid in my class. I mean, I cringe still thinking about like basketball in fifth grade when I was like, is the Jersey going to fit, you know, all that kind of stuff where you're oh just gosh. like, I can relate to that and so it just, much. right. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think I could lose I could lose 500 pounds and I still would think about that and feel terrible. And so it really is something like, yeah, definitely struggled with, um, you know, I could tell you just like, I'm sure if you guys dealt with it, like any rude comment anyone's ever made to me about it, like, thankfully, I think I surrounded myself with really good people, but I mean, oh, I could tell you, yeah, you remember every nasty comment a teacher's made or the mean kid at school made to you. So no, it's definitely been like a lifelong thing for sure. Definitely. I can totally relate to that. It's, it's hard. And I mean, um, and I mean, even just, you know, having the Instagram account with WW, that's not everything. That's not all it is, but it really does help. I mean, like you said, the relationship you make with people that just get it. And even just scrolling through a page and seeing like ideas when you're stuck in a rut and you're like, I don't yep. know what I'm going to eat this week because I'm bored of everything I'm eating gives you that you give other people motivation. Like just the idea yep. of like, oh my God, I am inspiring somebody is the craziest thing. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about what made you start your first Instagram page and Facebook page, which by the way, I just discovered you had a massive <laughs> Facebook page. So tell us a little bit more about both of those. Yeah, it's so funny because um, I started my Instagram like way before my Facebook, but I 
just hasn't had a lot more success on Facebook for some reason. Wow. <laughs> so, um, and it's nice because you can point like different, or you can post different content. Like, you know, I think the people who follow me on Instagram tend to be a little bit younger and they want the swipe up links and they like the music and the workout videos and people on Facebook are just like, what'd you get at Aldi and how much did it cost? And you know what I mean? I love it's that. definitely kinda, two different communities know. on yes. Facebook and Instagram. For sure. <laughs> No, for sure. So when but, did um, you start each of those then? So I want to say, I'm trying to think. I can remember like what one of my first Instagram posts was on. I actually don't even remember why I started it. I think I must have just been on my regular Instagram and started to like search Weight Watchers stuff, I okay. think. Um, I remember the first person I started following and I kind of was like, okay, I like what she's doing. Maybe I'm going to do it. And then, um, because Instagram is more of a limited platform, like I like to write more and stuff like that. Um, people were like, you should start a Facebook, you should start a Facebook. And so I did end up doing that. Um, and yeah, like we were saying, I definitely think they both have their strengths for depending what you want to post and what you kind of want to, you know, get off your chest that week. Exactly. <laughs> so do you prefer one yeah. to the other or do you like them both equally for different reasons? I, okay. I think I like them equally for different reasons. Facebook, which I know you can do this on Instagram if you like have Hootsuite and I'm not like a marketing person. I'm not like, I can do the minimum on Instagram. So like on Facebook, it's super easy to schedule my posts. Um, I can reply to comments, I think in an easier manner. Um, and you can post like way more pictures with your captions and everything. Instagram. I do like stories. I'm obsessed with watching other people's stories. I don't watch stories on Facebook ever. Like yeah. it doesn't even occur to me to post them or to watch them on Facebook. So I definitely think they have their own merits, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. They both have their own yeah. strengths and weaknesses. And I think I just... I never even really focused very much on Facebook because I started on Instagram, just like you right. said, you know, started hashtags and found a couple people and was like, yep. okay, I like the idea of accountability with mm -hmm. uh, weight loss. Like I need that. And so I was like, that's a great way to be accountable. So I started one, but told nobody for the longest time in my personal life. Like God forbid oh. someone in my personal life found my Instagram page. Oh like, yeah. I feel ya. Was that you from the beginning too? Were you kind of like hidden about your pages or were you always um, following you and everything? Well, I think I had told my, probably my mom who at the time, like I think she only got Instagram now to follow me. Like I don't, she didn't know what it was. <laughs> so cute. Um, and I had, you know, and at the time I had told my husband and I was like, I think I'm going to do this. And everyone was like, cool. Um, but then Instagram started to do that thing where, it, because it was like linked to my phone number, it would recommend it to my real friends. Yes. Oh my and God. so I remember people being like, yeah, I just found one of my friends, like other Instagrams. It was like someone you might know. And I was like, I don't know this person. And I was like, oh no, I do know him. So like yeah. Instagram, they out you like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. It's, it is crazy. I remember in the beginning, yeah. I had a very hard time with not wanting people to find me in my, you know, real life. I just was like, they can't know about this. And it's like, why? It's such an important part of your life. Why can they not know about it? So I got over that after a while, but it did take me 
a while too, but I love that your mom got an Instagram just to follow you. Like that is the oh, yeah. thing ever. She, she will like reply to everything I post and it'll be like looking great Coco and a fire emoji, even though like <laughs> oh, I just God, saw her, you know what I mean? So she's like for sure my biggest fan. So I make fun of her, but she's the cutest. Oh, that's that. so sweet. Yeah. Your mom do WW as well, or she just supports she, you? She she did at one point. Yeah, no meetings or anything. She was doing it. Um, she's not doing it anymore. And I do feel like I'm sure you guys know people like that too, where you know people get on it, and then it is you really have to dedicate a lot of time to it. And when you first start, it is very overwhelming. Yes. Um, and then for me now, and I'm sure for you guys, like you do feel like it's second nature, like. Even if you, like, I think, Laura, you were saying this week that it'd been, like, the longest you hadn't tracked, like, a single thing, right? Because you guys were on your workation and stuff. But, like, you still kind of have an idea because you've been doing it so long. But it takes a long time to get to that point. And it can be frustrating. And one thing can throw you off vacation. Bad news, a pandemic. Like, so, I mean, you know, I'm definitely not perfect with it. I mean, we've been back. Yeah, I think a lot of Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, no it's okay. I think there's a delay. Oh, no. <laughs> it's been so long since we've been back from the workation, and I still haven't gotten remotivated to really get back fully. But it's like if you've done WW long enough, it's like you don't have to track to know you're not doing what you should be doing. And like oh, you still measure sure. know how bad you're doing. or Because even when I feel like I'm trying to make good decisions, but I'm not tracking – you kind of get a good idea. So. Totally. Oh yeah. So that kind no, of, transi- totally. that kind of transitions us from um, wellness to divorce, which is our next topic. So kind of background story. I, Courtney and I followed each other just because of like the wellness WW aspect. And then I, when I was going through the beginning stages of my divorce last year and I was watching Courtney's stories a little bit more and noted, maybe not watching them more, but noticing more like, oh, she really talks about, you know, her divorce and kind of like life after divorce. Like it really got me interested because you were going through the same thing that I was going through. Right. Um, so that's kind of when we really started bonding was you were just like there for me, like you can reach out anytime kind of sharing advice, which was awesome. I appreciated that so much like internet strangers turned friends like is the best thing um so let's hear a little bit more about your um divorce story so kind of what led to that whatever you're comfortable talking with by the way oh yeah um, when sure. did you divorce what led to that all of that if you want to share a little bit of background um about how you met that person whatever you are comfortable with yeah yeah no so i was with my ex-husband it's still weird to say ex-husband right um for 14 years we were married for almost four years like went to prom together like you know all that fun stuff um and it was just he would dispute this he has disputed this (laughs) but it was truly a blind side and I know Stephanie I went back and was reading our messages because I was like when did we start talking about this Um, and I think I I did use the word in my message to you that it was a blind side, which it was, it was a Tuesday at the end of August, five days after my birthday. Like I will never forget that. And I was home. He came home from work. He was crying when he came home from work 
And I was like, oh my God, like, did somebody die? What happened? And he was like, I need to talk to you. We sat down and I was like, oh my God, he's cheating on me. Like, now, if you knew him and you knew our relationship, like, that's laughable, but everyone thinks something like that until, you know, it happens to them. So I'm like, I have to ask, because what else would make him this upset? Right. Um, And he just was like, I've really been thinking about it. I've been feeling really guilty. And he had been acting a little weird. This was August of 2019. Um, We had gone on a vacation with my parents in July, totally fine. But like by the end of July, beginning of August, he was not himself. He was very withdrawn. His family noticed, my family noticed, my friends were noticing. Everybody was like, what's wrong with him? And um, without going into too much detail, uh, I I have talked about it a bit on my Instagram. Like there was a lot of mental health issues at play there. Um, And people in our lives were aware of that. And I just kept asking, are you okay? Is it me? And he kept telling me, no, I'm fine. It's not you. I just don't feel like myself, but like, it's not you. You're the only thing I keeping me going. Like, don't worry about it. And then literally just came home one day and was like, I don't think I want kids anymore. And I was like, what? Like we. So that was after you already knew he was cheating. No, no, sorry. That was misleading. He was not. I thought that's what he was going to say. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, that's (laughs) my fault. (laughs) That's totally my fault. So that's what I had assumed because I was like, what else is he going to say? Because really the thought of him saying he wanted a divorce or anything, like never, ever entered my mind, you know? And so um, he just said he's been thinking about it and, you know, with his mental state, he didn't think he wanted to be responsible for children, Um, you know, the world we live in, things like that, which now I've done a lot of research on mental health and a lot of times that is stuff people who deal with that stuff think about. You know, he was thinking you can do it. He said to me, you can do everything right and you send your kid to school and, you know, there's a shooter at school. And I said, I know that. Like, you can't live your life in fear like that. It was just too much for him to handle. And so he said, but I, I, I do think I still want to be married. And I was like, you think? Like, what the heck just happened? You blew up yeah. my entire world in five minutes. And I was like crying. And I said, do you want a divorce? And he was like, I don't think so. And I got up and he was like, where are you going? I said, I think I'm going to go throw up. Like truly. Oh my God. I mean, in my, I don't have anyone in my family that's divorced. I didn't have close friends that were divorced. And that's why now anyone that goes through a divorce, even if I can't stand them, I will be there for you because people don't understand. You guys know, unless you've gone through it yourself. Totally. And, um, we tried making it work for a couple of weeks. We went to couples counseling and I could tell he wasn't in it. And we just got in a really bad fight like three weeks later. And he said, I'm going to move out for a little bit. I'm going to go to my parents until I cool off. And he literally never came home. So, wow. so when did it you, was, so after he yeah, left, it was, never came home, how did you like, did, was it you that was like, okay, I guess you're not coming home or are we going to get divorced? Yeah. So this is the best part. So it was like a Saturday in September. We got in a huge fight. I had like a very close friend's wedding that night and I had to go by myself. It was like the worst day of my life. And I went and I watched my friend get married and everybody was asking where he was. And I said he was sick, Um, you know, and I was like mortified. Like, and I knew, I knew that he wouldn't have 
not come to that. Like if he thought this was going to work, he was out the second he told me he was out. He was just going through the motions because that's what you're supposed to do, you know? So he moved out. uh, He moved to his parents. They live five minutes away from here. So that's fun. And, you know, we, we kept trying to talk. We did go to the, the therapist a few times, you know, she gave him homework that he wouldn't do. And I'm not perfect by any means. But in this situation, I can objectively say I did everything I could to save my marriage. And knowing the mental health struggle he was going through, I really did everything I could in terms of like, let me help you. Let me be there for you. Cry to me. Yell at like, I really, and nobody could say different. And I'm, I am 100% confident when I say that. And so when I'm sitting in therapy and he's just like, lying you know what I mean I'm like this is a waste of everybody's time so that was in September um uh we I kind of like didn't say anything probably to anyone for like two weeks I was miserable at the time I was working uh we have so much in common you guys because you know I worked in education also not high ed but I worked in new that Oh yeah, I was a grade school librarian. Um, and I had to quit because I needed a different job, you know. After that my was course, me too. Really? Yeah. yeah and I, worked, see, and it's I was like, you know, I was at a preschool. I was running a preschool and I had taken a pay cut to work there because at the time that's I was, what I did. I was married. Oh. I could afford it. Like it was something we yes. decided together. And he was like, if that's what you want to do, like, yeah. absolutely. But then as soon as we separated, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay bills and exactly do all of that? And so I immediately was like, I need to find a new job. And so I had to leave early education to go back to higher education, which now I'm right. Yeah, no. And I mean, I didn't have health insurance, like I was on his insurance. And so, um, you know, eventually the first, cause I kept, you know how it is like, you're like, okay, well, if I don't tell anyone and we get together then nobody needs to know about it but like I am very open with my friends and my family and I was sick about it I would go to school every day come home get back in bed and cry and cry like I wanted I I truly wanted to die like I'm not exaggerating I'm sure you guys have have been there divorce is hard and it's really hard when you're not the one that wants it and so it was just terrible so I, I told my mom first and she, we were at, I'm, I, it's not, it's funny, but I make a joke to my friends. I said, I think I've cried in every restaurant in our area in the last <laughs> year because, well, I guess not the last year, but when I started divorce, and, and um, somebody was like, well, because I was like, you know, every time I'm with someone, I'm like, well, now's the time to tell them. Yeah. And so I can tell you exactly where and with which friend and what their reaction was. Cause like we'd go out and then they'd be like, Oh, how's, How's he doing? And I'd be like, oh, actually, he, he wants a divorce. And they're like, what? Oh, Wait, what? Like, yeah. So, so was your yeah, so family we, and friends at, pretty supportive? Um, very supportive. Yeah, I really am very shocked. Um, I just saw someone last week that I hadn't seen in a few years. We went to college together. She was at my wedding and she said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I was so shocked. And I said, I was also quite shocked. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, like, right in the middle of it, shocked. Right. <laughs> like, welcome to the um, club. <laughs> but it was, oh, and kind of, I, I think, see, I start to talk and then I forget what I'm going to say because I have too many things I want to talk about. But <laughs> in my family, 
you know, I was brought up Catholic. I worked, the school I worked at was a Catholic school. Um, divorce was not in my vocabulary. And so when I told my mom, I was like, you have to tell dad. And I'm so afraid. That's like the one thing when I think about how afraid I was for my dad to know compared to how supportive he was like, I'm not going to cry, but like, you know, when you're expecting a really bad reaction and the person yes. surprises you so much, like yep. my dad texted me and was like, you're like, uh, one of the days I, we got in a fight, uh, my ex-husband was here. We got in a fight. I called my mom. I was crying hysterical. She got off the phone and within seconds I had a text from my dad and he's like, come home. Like, that's not good for Aww. you. You don't need to be there. We will take care of you. And like, this has brought, I think my dad and I like a lot closer together. He's really, my, my whole family, my extended family, my friends, like truly uh, someone I know who got a divorce a few years ago had messaged me on Instagram. And she said that, the thing she really was proud of during her divorce was she realized she had surrounded herself with such incredible people. Yeah. And I thought, Oh my gosh, it's so true. Like, you know that your friends are good friends, hopefully, but when the chips are down and they're coming over and canceling their own plans because you called them crying, um, it's really, it's really amazing. And I Absolutely. hope I don't ever have to do that for anyone. Cause I don't want any of through this yeah but it truly was like nothing I've ever seen before and it made me like just so extra grateful especially when you consider Stephanie like you a lot of my divorce is going on during a pandemic when I lived alone my husband took my yep. dog like it was horrible it's and awful. you know I remember one of my friends came over one day we stood in the front yard and I was just crying and we both had our mask on and she's like I want to hug you so bad right now and I was like don't it's okay like <laughs> but it was it was very hard. It like, was such a hard so, time. Um, it really was. It really was. And you, you know that for sure. So yes, I can't, I can only say how like sad and alone and just how much hurt I was going through when I went through my divorce, even though it's been already since yep. 2014, I can only imagine what both of you went through going through that. Like, I felt so alone in 2020 and I wasn't alone. Like, I just couldn't imagine like having that huge life altering like yeah. situation happen At during the same time, the same time yes. a huge world altered was, moment was happening. It was crazy. And before it we is, it is. topic, which kind of goes along with this, I did have one question. So you mentioned to oh, yeah. I, that you had a zoom divorce yeah I did I'm just curious if you can tell us a little bit about how that went because I imagine that was strange right oh yeah so before we started recording I was telling them that um you know when I was doing the virtual workshops for Weight Watchers my name you know WW had said like you have to put like WW guide and your name on your zoom thing so then when like my divorce was on zoom and it was like me, my lawyer was like by her pool or something. And then my, the judge was in the courtroom and I log on and it says like, WW guide Courtney. And I was like, oh, mortifying. Like, why wouldn't my marriage end like this? Um, so yeah, it was, it was, uh, the prove up was on zoom and basically it was just me alone in my house on zoom with my lawyer and the judge. Uh, my ex was like invited, but didn't have to come be because 
So even though he wanted the divorce, he would not file. So I had to file because I was like, at first I was like, okay, I'll stay on his insurance. And you know, he doesn't live here and he's still paying for half of everything. Like, haha, sucker. And then when I got my new job, my dad was like, it would honestly be a huge step in moving forward. Like just file. Cause for me, I was like, I don't want to file. Then everyone know it looks like I wanted it and I didn't, yeah. but how long is it supposed to go on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. So because I was the plaintiff, I had to be on the Zoom. Um, he just asked me like five or six questions. And, and she, my lawyer had told me, you know, I'd cried to her multiple times about how I didn't want this. And she was like, one of the questions is going to be like, uh, you, you want this divorce, right? And she's like, I know you don't, but you have to say yes, or he's not going to give it to you. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like he changed, you know asked me if I wanted my name changed back which I did um and then it was done and then you know she called me right away and she's like you seemed like you had a really hard time are you okay um and she said honestly I know that was really weird it's going to be a good story to tell and also Definitely. think about having to go to a courtroom and do that in front of a bunch of people like I hate so crying in front of other people. So like this was actually a blessing in disguise. Definitely. Yeah, I was like, who gets divorced over Zoom? I do. I guess. <laughs> and like you said, it makes a funny story to tell later. Like right before we started recording when you told us about the name yeah. thing, I was like, that's hilarious. Like that just makes yeah. that story just so funny. Uh, fun so stuff kind of did. leading um, into the next chapter of your life because yeah. there is life after divorce and you talk there about is. that. Yes, you talk about that all the time on your Instagram <laughs> and I love it. And I know there's so many people that can relate to you on so many levels because you share that. You, you know, you, you share this idea that just because you're divorced doesn't mean it's the end and you share all the fun and the crazy and the bad and the good and everything that comes along with it. So yeah. that brings us into life after divorce and online dating. Oh, fun. Well, and <laughs> I, <laughs> I but in 2021, it seems online dating is unfortunately the way everyone does it. I don't yes. know people without online dating. Honestly. Now I don't, I met Laura, where did you meet your boyfriend? Tinder. Oh, you did. Okay. See, so this is what I'm saying. Like it works. It's just like, everyone's like, you have to go through like 1 million guys to get one good one. And I'm like, I don't want to go through a million guys. <laughs> like, oh, it's too so much hard. work. It's and so hard. Too far into dating and online dating. I think we should introduce your other Instagram page that maybe not as many people know about. I know you talk yeah. about it, but this is my favorite. I stalk this page daily. It's I'm my- glad you like it. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about that second page that you started, how you started it, why you started it, and what you share there. So I did, like, in the middle of January, I think, I started a second Instagram page. It's called C Coco Date. Um, and it's literally just me posting, like, the horrendous things guys say to me on the internet. Um, and it's kind of nice too, because I started to do like polls, like, would you go out with this guy? Or like, did you, this was creepy. Cause I kind of like to gauge, like, am I being extra picky or, or was that weird? Yeah. And like, most of the time you guys all agree with me, which makes me feel better. <laughs> um, but so I've started that and that because I'm like, that's her follow. And so, um, someone said something weird to me 
and I posted it, not thinking like your mom's gonna see this. And she replied, and she was like, "Ew, gross." <laughs> I was like, "Oops, I forgot." So it's just been um. Oh, and why I started it was just because you know I was sending all that stuff to my friends like in group text, and everybody was like, "You could write a book," and I'm like. I didn't think it was that big of a deal because I haven't been doing it that long. Some people have done it for years, but I think just already being like a presence online, I was like, okay, like if you aren't online dating, you just think it's funny and you're relieved it's not you. And if you are, you can relate to it. So it's kind of like something for everybody, you know? And and I can say, because I do follow the Sea Coco date. And I actually (laughs) found, I think that, because I haven't followed you as long as Stephanie, but I think Stephanie had shared your see Coco date page with me uh-huh. first. And then that's what like, cause she knows some of my crazy yep. online dating stories from back in the day. Oh, I'm sure. And so I like following because it's a reminder how much I don't <laughs> want to do online dating ever, ever again. again. <laughs> and the thing right. you, you like in the fight with your boyfriend and you're like, it's not that bad. No, I, well, I, I die. Just, I'm like, your you screenshot. Know, post from hinge like people's profiles or messages that they write you are just like what is wrong with men <laughs> what is that what i'm saying it's like i don't my brother's 22 he's got like a bumble and a probably a tinder i don't i think he's on hinge and i'm always like if i ever find out you say anything like this to women <laughs> like you're done because done, this buddy. is so obnoxious and like grown men like who think it's okay to talk to women like this and this is the disclaimer I always give because I don't ever want to come across like the divorced bitter girl who like hates all men it's not that it's just because I have gone on dates with good guys I've had interactions with good guys unfortunately they're fewer and far between compared to is it harsh to say garbage because that's what I think sometimes (laughs) yeah wait Go ahead, Steph. So I was going to say, you share every, I think every single day you share screenshots of something and it's, it just cracks me up every I try. Day. But yeah. I think for just kind of an introduction to that page and to show people kind of the things that you see on there, if you can share like any of your crazy dating oh, yeah. stories or anything that you've gone through, through online dating since your divorce, I think your yeah. stories are just the best. I want to interrupt though real quick. Before we get into some of your crazy dating stories, we do need to take a quick break. We're going to get a quick wine refill. And while we do that, we'll let our listeners get a word from our sponsors. We want to tell you about Slim Chillers. These adult frozen cocktails and shooters are without all of those unforgiving calories, but still taste great. We are talking Slim Shooters that are only 20 calories and come in five great flavors like raspberry lemonade and coconut lime. They don't need to be frozen, come in a pack of 30, and are great for parties and tailgates. They also have a cream variety that are made with real cream and feature six delicious flavors at only 60 calories each. My personal favorite, oatmeal cookie. Besides Slim Shooters, they offer 100-calorie vodka skinny freezers and 114-calorie wine freezers, too. I can't wait to try the blackberry pomegranate sangria. Slim Chillers are available at select retailers, including Target, BevMo, and Walmart. Visit SlimChillers.com to purchase or to find a retailer near you. Must be 21 to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. And we're back. (laughs) Welcome back, Courtney. (laughs) So sorry to tease that before the break. Um, I know I probably had everybody on the seat of their pants oh, yeah. right then and there. But it gave Courtney a minute to really like think about the story that she, this crazy dating story she's going to share. So I 
just poured more wine and cannot wait for this, Courtney. <laughs> yeah. So this one, because, and I know Stephanie, I was listening to your guys, your, this week's podcast this morning, and you were saying, I mean, your story today, or, well, I listened to it today about the laundromat ritual really had me <laughs> in stitches, because I'm just like, so it's not just weird guys in the Chicago area, it's weird guys everywhere. Everywhere. Like, They're everywhere. But so, um, you know, I've done... I know you said you like Hinge, I think, the most, right? I so do. I've tried everything, literally, like, and I've tried paid versions of everything, too. I did actually get refunds from OkCupid and eHarmony because it was trash, and I was, like, so mad. They didn't even argue with me. They were like, here's your money back. <laughs> like, <laughs> eHarmony so, was the worst. Okay, and the most expensive, and they make you answer a million questions, it and, like, then you're a full-time oh, job. I to fill out their application. No, it is. And so I don't think it's unreasonable of me to pay. I, I did sign up kind of early in the pandemic. It was when I was like drinking alone a lot at home, like <laughs> right in the midst of my divorce. And I was like, I'll show him. And then, you know, I thought it was um, a deal. I thought it was like six months for $80 or something. Um, and then when I got the charge, it was $80 a month. Oh my God. I know. And I was like, this is like, no, absolutely not. You're like, that so better keep for my second my wedding. Shit. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm pretty I'm sure like, I got a Groupon <laughs> and I did like a, a three months for $25 or something. <laughs> That's the way to go. Oh, it, was like, it, it was a lot of money. And at a minimum, I was like, I don't want to date a smoker. They're matching me with smokers. You made me answer 500 questions and you charged me that much money. And you you didn't even pay attention to what I said. That's so, so annoying. I've tried everything. But so when I, when I was on OkCupid, this is my favorite one. This was like in December, maybe. Um, the, this guy, it's hard because I usually like to open, if I'm in a message first, which I totally will, um, with something Thank about their you. profile you, to show, like, I'm paying attention. I read you tell it. Stephanie that she can message people first? I do oh, so not. I guess Bumble would not work for you, Steph. I don't. Like, I feel so weird messaging first. And then even when, like, even if the guy does message me first and there's a conversation, I won't, like, message the next day first. Like, it always has to be them. And I don't know why I'm so weird about that, but I think I need Well, to I think... Partly is like it's still new for you because yeah that's how I was um, when I so I think in like my husband you know had said he wanted a divorce in August or September like by that fall I was like okay maybe I'll try online dating just to see what's out there because I was like we're definitely not getting back together like I'm just gonna look and I matched with someone that went to my high school and he was so nice and he was texting me and everything and I was like oh my god. I feel like I'm cheating. I don't like this. Like I was like, cause it was so new to me. Yeah. And so I definitely think like with time and practice, like I bet you, if we talk in three months, you'll be like messaging guys left and right. You won't <laughs> because you know what? Then it's like, if they don't reply, you can move on and you don't have to waste your time. Like hoping he messages you. Exactly. You know? That's so true. Plus on Bumble, you have to message first as the girl. So it kind of helps you because they offer you prompts, but they're really weird. So I usually do like to try and pick something from their profile. So I was doing that on OkCupid and this guy, literally the only thing he put was that like, he likes to drink. Okay. So I was like, Hey, Justin, um, what's your favorite drink? And he replies and he was like, 
breast milk. Oh my oh, god. No, so, I was that's like funny. that's not even funny, buddy. No, and I'm like, did I read that right? Because you're like, wait, he said that. So I like sent a screenshot to my friends and they're like, you know, mess around with them a little. So I replied and I was like, oh cool, me too. And he was like, that's weird. <laughs> oh, I'm the weird one. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay for you to like that, but not me. Or me and to like so, that, not you. I do think that's probably one of my first ones that I posted on See Coco Date because I was like, this is absurd. Like, who? I always just want to be like, can I have your mother's email address to send her the things you're saying? <laughs> I wish you made women? that. Like, you had to fill that in, or yeah. men had to fill that in on dating sites. Like, mom's email. Oh my God, we should that, start a dating app. Yeah, I was just like say mom that. verified, and you get like yes. a mom check mark. <laughs> and that means the mom has access to your profile and can read what you're saying to yeah, women. Laura, million dollar idea. Dude, I think so. I All think right, patented. Nobody take this idea. <laughs> Laura's, Laura's flavor of the week is mom, mom, mom dating verified. app. <laughs> So I take it you did not go out with breast milk guys. Um, no. And it's so funny because then it was like yeah, in December on Christmas, I showed that to my dad and he's like looking at it and he's, cause I'm like, you know what? Dad needs to know like what's, what's out there for his exactly. daughter. And I'm like, then what people say, is she dating? Why is she still single? You can say, cause guys say, talk about drinking breast milk. On <laughs> what was your dad's reaction? Oh, just like a look of disgust. And he was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> and like, You're but like, that's the thing. I never even would have said those words in front of my dad like a year ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like definitely opened up. Um, I'll give them, I gave him and my mom my bumble one time and they were, my, they're arguing like, um, well, first, you know, they can never figure out what way means yes and what way means no. So then later you end up with a bunch of matches that you're like, no, what did you do? Oh my God. My but so they're like arguing. <laughs> oh, oh I will give anyone my phone on Bumble because even if they match with people I don't like, they can't message me. Right. So I kind of feel bad sometimes, but oh no, people are super into swiping for me. Um, the day my divorce was finalized, I had a couple friends over and like my mom came and my brother, and this is really fun. You guys should do this. We set it up to like airplay on the TV. And so like whoever had the phone, every, it was coming up. Oh my God. And then everyone was like, that would be so, so fun. fun. It's really fun. And then if it's, it was, and then if it's a match, everyone's like, woo, you know, it's, <laughs> it's fun. I mean, it's, it's like, good, a, it's like but a it's, um, that's, it is. And I think Tinder's good for that because you just, I feel like there's more people active on Tinder, like Bumble, you could like swipe on someone and then like three weeks later, they match with you because they haven't been on in three weeks, you yeah, know, that's true. But yeah, no. So they're always like, my mom would be like, oh, he's cute. And my dad's like, no, I don't like this or oh my dad is always like well what's his job yeah. um and stuff like that my dad says that and actually this is funny because I saw you guys are going to wow what's the baseball team that you guys are going to see angels yes and they're playing the white Sox, right yes oh yeah so yeah so my I almost commented on your picture my dad said that my my next husband he has high hopes for me has to pass a psychological evaluation and has to be a White Sox fan (laughs) (laughs) 
He's like, that is my the bare ex- minimum I'm requiring. Yes, he's like, that's literally all I want because my ex-husband was a Cubs fan. And I'm not like, I'll go to a baseball game, but like we're a White Sox family. Yeah. And so um, he was like, we, it has to be a Sox fan. And so I'm like, okay, that's like, it shouldn't be that hard. But actually in Chicago, everybody's profile is all about the Cubs. And I'm like, I, I don't really care one way or the other, but... <laughs> You're like, this is not going to make my dad happy, though. So swipe left. <laughs> no, not at all. And so, yeah, that was a good one. Um, there was a guy. Facebook dating is the worst. I don't know if you've tried it yet. I have. And I'm like, I don't know how. First of all, I don't know who's on there. And second of all, how yeah. they you makes zero sense. And I'm going to say, I already assume that they don't have their shit together because Facebook asked if I wanted to join. My Facebook literally says I'm in a relationship. So no, Facebook. I'm oh my God. Facebook dating. Uh, uh, your shit together, Facebook. It's, that's, I've only tried four, I believe, but that's my least favorite. I would never even try it again, honestly. It's, it's the worst. Originally, they were setting you up with like people you had mutual friends with, but never like they would never set you up with like your Facebook friend, which is kind of nice because then it's not like awkward. Yeah. Um, and so if I could see the person who we were mutual friends with, I'd always like take a screenshot and send it to that person and be like, like, what do you think? So Nine times out of 10, they were like, mm, no. Yeah. That's how Tinder was when I first got divorced. Yeah. You have a Facebook to even make a Tinder account. And then you would only get shown people who ha- were mutual Facebook friends. So it would like show their profile. And then on the bottom, it would show like three people they're friends with. So yeah. you would just screenshot it, send it to those people. And then they'd be like, oh no, he's crazy or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, but it just made it awkward. And then you'd also see people that you then knew shouldn't be on I feel like that's awkward too, because obviously you have a mutual friend or whatever. You're asking that mutual friend. Are they also asking the mutual Probably. friend? Like, what if you're the crazy one? And they're I like, know. no, don't date her. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's crazy. I did, I, I did have one. It was a mutual friend and I sent it to her and I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. I think he was like a paramedic or something. And, um, she, we didn't, we didn't match. And the thing is like, sometimes you're like, you don't know if they even saw you, right? And she's like, well, I'll just ask him, like, send me a picture you want me to show him. So I sent her, like, my profile, and he told her I wasn't his type. And so I was like, that's fine. But so I've seen him on there a couple times, and then she was like, honestly, I was going to tell you, like, he has really bad breath. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and I was like, good looking out, girlfriend. Thank you. You're like, I can um, No, on – I'm seeing a lot of um, people like either flat out saying like they're married and they're not happy. And so they are looking for like side action. A lot of people, which I'm not knocking it because it seems to be a popular thing. It's just not my thing is like people in like polyamorous relationships or like ethically non-monogamous, which, you know, I had to figure out what that meant because I wasn't sure. Um, People who are like looking, this is, this is how naive I was right when I started. Stephanie, let me warn you. So if someone says they're looking for a unicorn, it doesn't mean like a rare good girl. They're looking for like a third person to join their situation. Oh my God, I had no idea. Yeah, I kept seeing it. And I was like, I think it just means like, it would be like a guy that was like looking for a unicorn. And I That's was like, what I always thought. I thought <laughs> yeah. it was somebody looking for his special magical yes. woman. No, Laura, they want a third person to join them. Okay, so, here's the thing with that. Like you said, like not knocking anybody that that's their yeah. thing, not my thing. Whatever. I, 
And one of my like, one of the things that I dread the most online dating is coming across like a coworker or somebody. No. Like, oh, I don't know what to do. Imagine if like you and your husband are like looking for a unicorn and like somebody <laughs> from work comes on and they're like, I'll be your unicorn. And then you, I just, I can't, like I could never, ever, no. even if it was my thing, put that on there for like the, even a chance that somebody yeah. I know would find out. But that's the thing, because sometimes they will have their faces covered, and then other times they don't. And those ones, I'm like, they honestly must just not care. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so crazy. I don't. I don't know. But like, I've seen. Um, I've seen two people. One person I went to high school with, who I know was married, and he was on there. And then I've seen another person who was like a friend of a friend who I know is married, and he was on there. Um, I saw someone that was like, I'm out on parole. And like, as soon as my parole's lifted, I'm like looking for a, I think it's on my Instagram. I think he was like, I'm looking for a hobo girl to travel with. <laughs> like, buddy, I'm like, you're like, the wow, you're really into girl. I'll like right? never move from my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, a lot I, of these guys literally put their email address or their phone number. It's crazy. I just don't understand. Like, I was always very open early on with guys that I had been divorced because mm-hmm. I mean, now that I was older, yep. I don't you think have it to was be an issue to as many people, but just in case it was, I wanted them to know, like I had been married and like, so there would be a, there was For a guy sure. that knew I had been married that I had been cheated on. And then that was like a really like dramatic experience. We went on mm-hmm. two dates. He must have had his phone number linked to his Facebook because he became a suggested friend on Facebook. I find mm-hmm. out he's married, has three kids, and we were going on dates locally. Like, he oh didn't gosh. live far from me. Like, we could have <gasps> ran into anybody in on those two dates and clearly on any other dates he's going on with people. And I just, like, immediately, I just screenshot it. I sent it to him and basically was I'm done. nicely saying not interested but not nicely. I that's care. terrible. I, and, and that's the thing. I think you kind of know that stuff goes on, but until you're online dating and you're right in the middle of it and you're seeing it, yeah, you're just like, Oh wow. Like it's it, that legit goes on. <laughs> like it's crazy. Some of, them, some of them that I've come across, like I'm all, I'm almost like, what are you on here for? Like you can't seriously be looking for someone writing things like that. And you can't seriously like, I think some guys are just douchebags that are looking for a girl that doesn't care and just, you know, wants the same thing that they do. Like they just want to hook up and, you know, have, have yeah. a one night quick thing and it's not serious. And that sucks too with dating apps is weeding through that. Like you're always like, this guy looks cute. He has a good yeah. job. I like everything he has to say, like, please be looking for what I'm looking for and not like, I know. So when are you going to come over and watch Netflix? Yeah. And <laughs> chill. Well, <laughs> That was like, I I had a date planned for, it was like almost two weeks ago now. I had talked about this a lot on my Instagram and I got, as you guys know too, like when you post stuff, I know Stephanie too, especially like sometimes you get some hate. People are not nice to you. And so it is what it is. Like you're kind of whatever, it's a public space. But I had a really bad feeling about this guy and um, I was worried about it. And this lady was like, you're being, or it sounds very dramatic on your part. And I was like, mm, no, like, I'm not being dramatic. People literally get murdered by going out with strangers. Like, you have to yes. be really careful. 
And this guy had said to me, like, I don't, I don't put I'm divorced on my profile because I think I don't want to turn anybody off. But if we've talked like a few messages, I will always bring it up and I will say, I'm divorced. I don't have kids. I'll answer any questions about it because I think a lot of times, like you were saying, Laura, oh my God, I can't tell you how many times I cried to everyone saying, I'm the divorced 31 year old loser. Nobody's going to want me. Yeah. But it's like, I think you're right. I've only had one guy who did have a problem with it. And I was like, you can kick rocks. Nobody else, everyone (laughs) else has been super nice about it. Um, and I think you're right. It's a bigger deal to you. And then later you're like, Oh guys don't really care. But like, um, so I did say like, I'm, I'm not looking to hook up. And for people who are, that's totally fine. That's just never been my thing. I've literally was with one person for 14 years. Like it's just not my cup of tea. So like, I'm always honest about it. And like, the guy was like, um, as soon as he found out where, like, what town I lived in, he's like, oh, we live super close. Let's hang out. And I was like, are you asking me on a date? Because that's not asking me on a date. Right. Okay. Yeah. So then he did eventually say we could get drinks. And I hadn't responded. And then he said, or Netflix and chill. And I replied and I said, sounds good to the first one. And he was like, or both. And I was like, okay, you've kind of made like allusions to that twice. Like, that's not what I'm looking for. It's not. And also like right now, um, you know, there's a lot of people living at home with their parents. And especially if some of these guys, I like lowered my age a little bit. And so I, I don't live at home with my parents. And so you think I'm just going to let a strange man into my house? Like, I don't know your last name. Like we're not. And so, um, then he like made a comment about I had told him what my old job was and he was like, Oh, so you're a sexy librarian divorcee. And I was like, <laughs> I this is making me uncomfortable. Like, but I, I had agreed to the date and then I'm talking about it with my mom and my brother, and my brother was like, cancel. And I said, I'm afraid to cancel. He goes, If you're afraid to cancel, you're not going out with him. That's weird that you feel like that. Seriously. And he was like, he was like, Give me your phone. What's his name? And it was like, you know whatever hinge that's how you put them in this one bumble this one tinder this one hinge. um and so he texted him and like I don't even know what he said to him and the guy was not nice and then my brother blocked him for me and then the next day when I woke up I was like oh I'm supposed to be going on this date tonight and I felt so relieved that I wasn't going and I felt like I made the right decision he really was trying to push my boundaries and to have that lady be like you were being dramatic was I like, I don't think I was. I mean, he did not listen to me or respect anything I was. Saying. All that matters is you felt uncomfortable. Like, it doesn't matter because all three of us have different levels of what makes us uncomfortable. Yep. But if it makes you uncomfortable, it makes you uncomfortable. And you 100% exactly. what you should have done. Amen. And, and that's what's hard right now. And I don't know, Stephanie, like, if you run into it. But, like, you know, in my situation, I'm really stuck between being like, oh, I'm I keep saying I'm almost 33. I'm like, I'm barely 32, but like, you know, whatever I'm rounding up. So I'm like, (laughs) I still want to get married. I still want to have kids, especially because like with my ex-husband, like our conversation about kids, I think is like what triggered him. Like we were like basically trying to have children when he told me this. So I feel like I was really close to something that then got taken away from me. And so it's, I'm not looking just to go out with random guys. If you know, you don't want kids. I, what's the point of me even going out to dinner with you? Exactly. Like I know a lot of people are like, go on the date, get the experience, you know, um, you know, get a free meal. But like, to me, that's not enjoyable. Like knowing it's not going to turn into anything, like at least have the option of it. And so then I get people who are like, 
well, you're too picky and you want too much and don't say you want a relationship. And I'm like, but if I don't say that, these guys think I'm like messing around and I'm not, you know, no, I agree like with you a hundred percent. No, I think it's important to stick to what you, you know, especially after you've already done this once, like, you know, yes. things that you want and don't want, and you know, things that you want to see. 100%. in your future. And if you're looking at somebody that's not going to be able, like is flat out saying that they're not going to be able to give you that. Next, there's a million people out there that, you know, exactly. will be able to give you that. Like, why waste your time on somebody who's telling you that they can't, you know, or won't? So I 100% well, agree with that. And that's the thing, too. So, like, I, the, the one thing I truly, truly miss about my ex-husband was, like, we he was my best friend. And that is something, if I really sit and think about, like, still makes me upset. Like, that is very hard. Um, and so I want someone... I know plenty of people that are married to people. I'm like, do you even like them? Do you know what I mean? And so it's like, there were things in our relationship that weren't perfect. Um, This is a very minor thing, but he was like an extremely picky eater. Like we would go to weddings where he had to order chicken nuggets and like, we had to act like he was a child. I'm not looking for that again. Like if someone else had everything else I wanted and they only ate chicken nuggets. Okay. But like, it, it was really nice. I was dating someone who was like willing to go for Mexican food and willing to get sushi and like stuff I wasn't used to. So like now I just don't, you put up with a lot when you're with someone a long time. I don't want to have to put up with anything now. No. You know what I mean? And nobody's perfect, but like there are non-negotiables. I mean, the food thing's not a non-negotiable. I'm not crazy. It's a but preference. like it was nice to go out with someone who was like willing to eat anywhere. It's a, yes. Yeah. It's a, I have a list on my phone. Um, the top part of my list is like must haves. And then the bottom half is like, would be nices. Like they're not deal breakers, but the top part kind of is. And I was telling my friend about it. She married someone she met online. And I think she thought I was going to like have a crazy list. And I read it to her and she goes, Oh, that's like really reasonable. I was like, yeah, I'm not a psycho. Yeah. Like <laughs> I just want a normal like, well, I think it wasn't to just crazy. know know what you want and know things you are and you aren't going to be able to you know live with the rest of your life or whatever because you have every right to be picky and every right to right. weed through people until you find your person and you shouldn't have to settle on something that is like an absolute hard no for you. You know, you should be able to for weed sure. through those and get get to somebody that will be able to check those things off your list. You know what I mean? Now, have you gone on any dates since your divorce? I have. <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't talked about this. Specific okay. You know, I just on, wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't talked about specific people on here yet. Um, mainly because there's a couple that actually follow me <laughs> oh, wow. on Instagram. It's really funny, but um, no, like I've had no bad date stories yet um I've done it I have another date with somebody new this coming weekend so we'll see how that goes I'm actually really excited about this one like I will like side message you like details about it just because I'm yeah. like I don't like say too much and then you know like if it were to work out or whatever like have them be like you talked about me before <laughs> we even like went out it's like no no, no I don't want to do that but no, I'm definitely sure. trying not to put myself out guy. there Huh? <laughs> it's not the laundromat guy. No, it's no. And I mean, I will tell you the funniest part about my date um, coming up this weekend that I told Laura is I'm nervous about only two things. So the first yeah. thing I'm nervous about is what I'm going to wear. 
which I guess is like I'll figure that out between now yeah. and Saturday. And the second thing, no. the second thing I'm nervous about is how to cut steak. <laughs> Wait, what? They're going to a steak restaurant, and she's nervous about cutting her steak in front of him. <laughs> what? I feel like I need to watch YouTube videos on how to cut steaks. No, my, you don't. I do. I feel like my knife on the plate's going to be like, <laughs> I never would have thought that ever, and I'm sure he has not thought that. So I would not be <laughs> I swear, these are the things that come to my mind. And like, I can promise you his deal breaker isn't going to be how you cut your steak. <laughs> oh, my God. So got his it. phone, and one of his deal breakers is how she cuts a steak. <laughs> then I'm gone. I don't know why I'm putting so much thought into this. Like, you would swear I've never had to cut my own steak before. Or just don't order steak. <laughs> I'm like, I'll have a chicken That's nugget. That's fair. <laughs> 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 oh, but then he might be like, I took this girl out to dinner and she ordered chicken nuggets. She's not the one for me. Yeah, I gotta know next. Um, you should practice tomorrow. Yes. I feel like this was so funny and kind of the perfect leeway yeah, into our game that we have planned or Laura has planned oh, for us. So speaking of deal yeah. breakers, so <laughs> we were talking about deal breakers. I thought it would be fun because you guys have both are both doing the online dating thing and we're talking about all these crazy guys and everything. Let's do a little red flag game. And basically I'm going to give you a scenario and then I'm going to count to three and you either thumbs up by Philippe or no thumbs up would be benefit of the doubt and then thumb down by By Felipe. Felipe. So we have to remember to say it out loud because video is not on podcast. Right. We just remembered that today. Okay. All right, so first one. He tells you he is pretty sure he has COVID. He went and got his testing, and he's waiting for his results. You see that he goes out that night with some of his friends for drinks still. One, two, three. Bye, Felipe. Bye, Felipe. (laughs) You think you have COVID and you're going out? That's terrible. No. Okay, I agree. I think it's very, like, it just shows you're a selfish person. Exactly. Wait, like, a day or two until you get your results, and then along with your life yeah come on buddy um so you're on a hike he severely injures himself and he's refusing to go to the er he says that he can just treat it himself when he gets home one two three benefit of the doubt benefit of the doubt i'm like that's a man right there he's like he's trying to show you he's like oh my bone's sticking out of my femur so you're okay if his bone is sticking out and he doesn't want to go to the hospital you're like wow he's like so strong (laughs) So you have to carry him down the mountain. Like he's like trying. He's obviously trying to impress you, or he doesn't have health insurance. One of the two. But maybe that's Stephanie. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he might not have insurance. That's so. That is a good point. I didn't think of that when I wrote that question. He's like, we need to go to Vegas and get married tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) The guy marrying you. He's like, is he okay? He's fine. Okay. Um, oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you guys are out on dates, he is constantly making comments about other women's bodies. One, two, three. Bye, Felipe. Bye, Felipe. And here's the thing: I don't care. First of all, on the first date, you shouldn't be commenting on other girls in front of the girl you're dating, or even mm-hmm. when you're dating. But like after a while, like I don't care if you think another girl's pretty. Like that doesn't bother me. But like, do not comment on a woman's body or appearance like agreed okay um 
they regularly want to tell you that another woman was flirting with them. One, two, three. Benefit of the doubt. By Felipe. Oh. <laughs> Has that happened to you before? No, but I think it's different. Like, if you're in a serious relationship and he, like, I came back from the grocery store and, you know, I think the cashier was flirting with me. I used to tell my ex-husband, oh, that girl was flirting with you. And he always was like, no, she wasn't. But, like, regularly and, like, in a new relationship, I'm like, no, what are you, are you trying to make me jealous? Yeah, because I feel like that's the thing. They're either trying to make you jealous or, yeah, like, make you, like, look at look at what you have. I don't know. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I was kind of looking at it more from, like, oh, like, they probably like me enough that they're trying to, like, make me think, you know, like, make them feel like I'm so hot. Like, you, you know. I, I think that is I don't what know. It I is. just feel like that wouldn't work on me. Deal breaker until it became a deal breaker. True. Okay, uh, you're on your first date, and he asks to take a selfie. You agree, but then you see he immediately posts it on his social media. One, two, three. Benefit of the doubt. Be- benefit of the doubt, but I don't love it. I don't love it either, but I'd also be like, tag me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's weird, first of all. Like, imagine if the roles were flipped, and, like, Courtney, you or I were like, no. Cutting oh. steak with our with our date, and then we're like, like this, and then just go on Instagram and post it. Like, oh yeah, any oh, girl would, would be seen weird. as crazy for sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for I'm sure breaker, but I would probably go tell all of my friends afterwards and be like, is that weird? Yeah. Like, and then everyone would tell me yes, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're dating the perfect guy. You guys have been dating for a few months now. You're looking for some Tylenol in his medicine cabinet because you guys had a few too many drinks the night before. And you find his jar of saved nail clippings. One, two, three. Bye, Felipe. Bye, Felipe. I don't know where I thought you were going with that. Yeah. (laughs) Why would anyone do that? Like, they're like, open the lid every time they cut their toenails. Do people do that? Just, no, this never happened. I'm just trying to see where you guys are, like, standing (laughs) or certain things. It's kind of like, people have weird fetishes. But he's perfect. Like, everything else. Like, he is your dream guy, but he just doesn't find a need to throw them away. I would be like, could like, I maybe, ask maybe him about it? That. Like you are my dream guy, except for the toenail thing that I found while snooping through your. Okay. So that's the thing. Would you bring it up to him? And if he was willing to not do it anymore, then yeah, if he's perfect. Okay. But I, yeah, because I think back in my mind, I would think I would always just be like, that's weird. Like who <laughs> does that? You would yeah. I think if you were like, he really is. Yeah. If you're legitimately in his medicine cabinet, like looking for Tylenol and you saw, I feel like you could bring it up to him. I agree. I mean, I don't know. I'm nosy. I'll go through a guy's medicine cabinet. <laughs> also, can I say, Laura, now you're putting ideas in my head that I haven't even had to worry about. And now I'm worried. About. Like, Do you have a new thing to add to your list? <laughs> no nail clippings. <laughs> do you, what do you do with your toenail clippings? <laughs> So now I'm just going to do some like quick scenarios. Like we're going to do rapid fire. So just real quick. Um, he shows that his occupation is he's a rapper. Bye Felipe. Bye Felipe. <laughs> um, he didn't graduate high school. Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. Okay. Um, he's 38 years old and it says his occupation is student. He doesn't have a job and he's not getting his doctorate. Like, is he, like, a community college student or, like, 
I don't know. All I know is I went to school full time while I was working full time. So I'm gonna say by Felipe because I don't want to like pay for everything mm -hmm. while he's getting financially going through school. Like, I was thinking the same thing. No, like all all the power to you, buddy, for like setting up your future. But like, you shouldn't be dating while doing that. It now is not mm -hmm. the time to be on a dating site. Focus on you. They were. I will say yeah. whenever somebody's <laughs> occupation said student, I never because that just means like. If that's what you're bragging about, like, you're clearly not doing anything, like, and it might sound shallow, right. sorry, like, no, I'm not shallow at all. Um, I also, so this is real quick story, because this randomly just came to <laughs> mind. My favorite one time was, uh, he listed in his occupation that he was a retired college baseball player. I was like, you didn't retire. I was like, that just <laughs> means you graduated college. Like, it wasn't an occupation. <laughs> Oh my god, that's like so funny. Oh my god. Okay, so he's 40. He's still trying to start his acting career, and he's been trying to do this acting career for over 20 years. And he won't get another Bye, job. Felipe. Bye, Felipe. Actor or model in your dating profile, or singer, musician, rapper, anything like that. Or comedian. Yeah. If yeah. I oh no, I have a listen. Swiping, like, I can't with. All right. Yeah. Well, and also sometimes I think stand-up comedy is so cringy and I don't want to have to go to all your shows and sit there and like be embarrassed. Like, no. I, I know that's terrible. If it's your hobby, okay. If it's your right. job, I, I can't. No. I what, if he, what if he's like a super successful stand-up comedian already? Like, I mean, sure then, because people already think you're special. funny. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I, would, I would consider that. Um, you, uh, <laughs> you, you, um, you guys, you found out after your first date and you, it went really well. You want to go on a second, but you found out he slept with a friend of yours in the past. Benefit of the doubt. I feel like I was going to, like, I didn't want to sound awful, but I'm going to say yes, but like not in a secretive way. Not like I know that my friend was with this guy and I'm going to secretly date him. Like it would probably be like a, okay, I know my friend just hooked up with this guy. Like it wasn't like her boyfriend so I'm going to ask my right. friend. Oh, for sure. And then yeah. consider okay. that as an option. That was my train of thought, too. Yeah. Uh, one day, he just randomly starts talking with an accent. If it's Australian accent, benefit of the doubt. <laughs> no, he can't just Deal. change accent. By Felipe. Yeah, no, what? <laughs> okay, and my last one, because I'm running out of my list, uh, kisses with his eyes open. Benefit of the doubt. Benefit can, of the doubt. You can like tell them that's weird. And, like, <laughs> stop it. That one I just came up with because on The Bachelor this last season he kissed with his eyes open. I mean, it's and weird. all the girls. I saw that. Stop! It's creepy. It's weird, but it's not like it's a personality trait or flaw. Like maybe they just suck at kissing, and you're like, let me help you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's yeah, all. I red flag game, which was so fun. <laughs> I loved that. So we are now oh my gosh. on to our weekly special part Flavor of the show. Flavor of the week. Flavor of the week. Um, we're going to start with Laura this week. Laura, tell us what your flavor of the week has been this week. So my flavor of the week is, I had a hard time thinking of something. I was like, was I making a bad choice for us to be doing this every week? Because <laughs> now I have to have something good come to mind every week. But I actually did remember the last... I'd say three to four months, I've been using a product that got recommended to me on Amazon. It's by Neutrogena. 
It's called Healthy Lips Plumping Serum. I think it was like 12 or 13 bucks. Um, and I put it on just like every morning after I brush my teeth. And then I put it on like after I wash my face before I go to bed. Um, and while it doesn't do like that intense tingly feeling, but you feel it a little bit, I do truly feel, so I've had my, I've had my lips done one time and I do feel like doing it regularly. My lips have become a little more plump. Oh, I and, like it. And nice. Like, and cause it's obviously not feasible to get your lips done on a regular basis no. cause it's very expensive, but I just really enjoy it. I like the way my lips have looked by using it. So I thought that it's would be a little my little home lip plumper. Yeah. And it's just like, it's kind of just like a lip gloss, but it comes out of a tube and it has these little metal balls and you like rub the serum into your lips with oh, it. Oh, I think I need to try <laughs> oh, that. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of on a makeup theme, we were both on a makeup theme with our thoughts this week. Um, my flavor of the week is a new to me bronzer that I discovered. It's from Physicians Formula, which can be found at like Target, Amazon, anything like that. Um, it's about $13 and they have a whole bunch of shades. I swear it's the most gorgeous bronzer. Like it gives you like the sun kissed, just not over the top, just summery glow. Is it and like a powder? Is it like a foundation, like liquid? What is it? No, it's like bronzer, like a bronzer. No, but I have a liquid bronzer. Oh, okay. I've never bronzer, had a bronzer. Bronzer, not a bronzer. <laughs> to me, it's comparable to, so one of everybody's favorite bronzers, if you ask anybody what their favorite bronzer is, people will tell you it's Benefit Hula. Like, it kind of is, is like a drugstore dupe, like comparable to Benefit Hula in my position. Position. <laughs> um, but it smells, and I think this might be why I love it so much. It smells so good. Laura was at my house like a week ago or something when I yeah. got it and I made you smell it and does it, it not did smell really good it smells like summer like I don't know how to describe it besides the fact that it smells like beachy and like summery and every time I open it to go put it on I'm like oh it smells so good so $13 if you want to try it they also sell mini sizes for six dollars um, maybe I'll have to try it that way because yes. I'm picky with my bronzers definitely but I I love it it's a recent discovery for me and I fell in love with it Nice. Um, but we are excited to invite our guest, Courtney, this week to share her flavor of the week. So, Courtney, what is your flavor of the week? Okay, so I was going between two, and then I was talking to my friend about it, and she helped me decide. It's, it's going to be out there, but <laughs> right now, my flavor of the week is um, the show Seinfeld. I've never watched it before, and I'm watching it from the beginning. Really? Never? Yeah. And specifically, I'm, like, obsessed with George. Like, obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I and, love Seinfeld. I think it's one of the best things yes. of all time. Is it on Netflix or are you watching grew, it? It's on, it's on Hulu. Yeah, and okay. I had never seen it. And I was like, you know, maybe I'm going to try this. So I'm on, like, I think I just finished season six. And it's so funny. Like, it's just so funny. And I'm telling you, those episodes where George has, like, a backwards baseball cap on, it happens, like, maybe once a season. I'm uh-huh. here for that. Like, <laughs> so, is, so is George your type? <laughs> so it's so funny. Because when I was, my friend was like, you should say George because you've been obsessed with him, like, for weeks. And I was like, yeah, but. Not physically, and also not, like, he, I don't know what it is about him. He's, like, very confident. Like, the women he gets, I'm like, damn, George. But, I like, know. 
He's like really cheap. He lies. So I don't, he's not really my type, but I'm <laughs> He's really cheap and he lies. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I so love that flavor of the week. Me that too. Is, it makes you. me want to go back and watch Seinfeld. And I didn't even know it was on Hulu. So. Oh, yeah. It's still yeah. one of my regular, like, bedtime shows. Like, I'll put it on sometimes, like, before I go to bed and just, like, fall asleep to it. I love yeah. that. It's so, so good, and I'm like, um, because, you know, everyone's always like, you have to pick Friends or Seinfeld, and I've always been a Friends person, but Seinfeld is actually, like, it's so smart, and there's so much that um, I was like, oh, wait, I know about that, because it's, like, so ingrained in pop culture. I didn't uh-huh. even know some of the stuff was, like, from Seinfeld. Yeah. I've been watching it before I go to bed, and it's just, like, my favorite part of the day, like, get into bed and just watch, like, two episodes before I fall asleep. So good. Unwind. I yeah. love that. Such a good show. <laughs> Thank you so much, Courtney, for joining us today. It was so much fun. I just wanted to see um, if you wanted to just kind of plug your pages, tell us where we can find you on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff, so our listeners know where they can follow you. Yes. Well, thank you guys for having me. This was really fun. I don't know if I told you, I never listened to a podcast until like the summer this last year. Oh, and wow. I'm like, I'm- I'm obsessed with them now. So this was like really fun for me. Awesome. Um, yeah. And so on Facebook and Instagram, I'm Coco loses with uh, my Weight Watchers, my food, my groceries, all that. And then on Instagram, see Coco date. You can come and watch the shit show and, <laughs> you know, share your stories with me and, you know, um, just see all the crazy stuff that we're it is very about. it is very entertaining to follow and it we will is. make sure to put that in the the bio for everybody as well yes we will definitely include links to all of our oh socials gosh. in the episode Thank details you. so um Well, I'm so glad um, to have been here, you guys. Yes, thank you. So thank you for joining us on this episode. And thank you, Courtney. We are so glad you came on. Um, We will talk to you in the next episode. Please be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at WineOverMatterPod. You can also follow me, Steph, at AuthenticallySteph, and Laura at Crunches Before Brunches. Thanks again, and we'll see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers!